0: Thank you for tuning in to Average Joe's podcast. My name is Mike Van Ehrman, along with my co-host, Sam Hiller. We are recapping nationals all day today. Uh, We had a great nationals tournament this past Sunday and Saturday, Uh, so we're just going to give you kind of the lowdown on what happened, who did what, uh, and some overall results, and how we thought it was run. So uh, basically, what we're going to do first is we're going to just go over some of the pool play uh, aspects of it. Uh, a couple of games were played on Friday. Uh, those games were JMU and Ensula. Uh JMU prevailed nine to nothing. UK also prevailed nine to nothing over Penn State, playing their first game ever. Uh, Towson was able to beat uh, University of Wisconsin Platteville three to two. And Kent State beat CMU, an undermanned CMU team, four to nothing. So uh, how you know coming into this, I personally thought that the Friday games were going to be a little bit of an, an issue, just because you know they're being played at 9 At night, some teams like Platteville, I think drove nine hours. So I mean, depending on if their kids have class on Fridays, they got to leave at noon or one or whatever it is with the time change. So how did you think that the Friday games panned out overall?
1: Um, I thought they worked pretty well. I also had issues with it going into the tournament. Um, just because I thought it might mess up the pool play a little bit like what team i supposed to wear. But it ended up working pretty well. Um, one game in particular I enjoyed, uh, the pool play. Normally you wouldn't say a 9 to nothing game is fun. But watching Penn State play their first game and watching me and you coach them. Um, and just to see how much better they got from halftime until the end of the game. Which is amazing. And I think Penn State next year, year after that, forced to record with.
0: Yeah, they're definitely a group of athletic guys. There's there's no questions about that. I mean, honestly, it was just I think two of their guys knew how to grip. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously that's a huge advantage to every team is having people who know how to grip and can throw 60 65 70 miles an hour. So, um, you know, a couple of them knew how to grip uh, but you know, they one of the things that we saw in the first half was um, they were they would have two balls or three balls and then You know, instead of just throwing one and getting back, they would throw all three, and then UK, who has a lot of power arms, would be able to just pick them off one by one. So, I mean, once they started getting that, it was more
1: like pick them off like two by two. Yeah, pick
0: them off two by two or whatever. But once they started getting that done, I thought that they improved drastically, and not only from halftime to the end of that game, but we played them on Saturday at 12:30, and you know, and they were. A much, much better team than they were against UK just because, I mean, they were playing so much more team oriented dodgeball that, I mean, it was funny because we talked about, you and I talked about covering each other a lot uh, the night before, and uh, I was going up for a, a, a kill against Penn State and one of their guys stepped in front of their guy you know and, and was covering for him mm-hmm. and it kind of smiled at me and pointed at me like yeah yeah see we got it we got it so yeah they're they're definitely an athletic group of guys and give them a ton of credit for coming and, and quite the, honestly taking their lumps yeah. and by playing a really good team in UK and their first team ever I was I felt bad for them I, I was like please don't leave it's more fun than this <laughs> I promise
1: well you also have to add on the fact that they might not have gotten the win over the weekend, but they forced overtime, which is pretty impressive for a team that didn't have any strategy, didn't have any grip throwers, really. They just kind of were out there playing. They forced overtime this one Green, who's, who's a been decent team.
0: And Bowling Green has been in the league for a while. And, yeah. and they have got a lot of guys who, uh, who know how to grip throw as well. So, yeah. I mean, if you would have told me that a team that has – Effectively, I mean, and the guys that they did know how to grip throw, they, you know, they hadn't quite gotten it down. I think they learned a week or two before the tournament mm-hmm. what grip throwing was. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't I mean, I know you don't grip throw, but when I started to learn how to grip throw, it took me a couple months to get it like yeah. accurate and where I wanted it to go, and I'm still not 100% accurate. So, I mean, it's it's Is definitely there anybody 100% Nobody's 100% accurate. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely impressive what they were able to do um, with with the limited amount of time that they had, and and, and give yeah. them a give them a lot of props for that.
1: Yeah, um, another game on Friday night that I liked was the Towson UWP game. Um, UWP I think got a two nothing, and then Towson scored a point with like seconds left to go in the half, and then they ended up winning three to two. Pretty impressive, um, considering Towson didn't have all their power arms. Mm-hmm. They're down like three of their four best throwers, um, and Platteville, you know. Those two points kinda were like, wow, like Pifles is here to say. Yeah. And we'll see later on in the tournament where it's like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> So then on Saturday at the crack of dawn, um I was still personally asleep. I, I made the joke that I was gonna roll out a cot on the court and sleep Can during I say our game. Real quick? Yeah, go ahead.
1: We've went hold on one second. It's been five and a half minutes and you haven't made that joke yet.
0: What, that I haven't that I was gonna sleep on the No. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Uh, We're uh, supposed to only go 30 seconds. Quick (laughs) thing, quick thing. So on the... uh, It was a a six-hour drive. Well, with Sam Hiller driving, it was like 645. We Um, stopped,
1: and we missed a couple turns. Yeah, we
0: missed a couple turns, so that's still Sam Hiller driving. Um, We made a bet that... Sam Hiller, we put the over-under on how many kills Sam Hiller would get for the entire tournament. <laughs> Catches do not count, only kills that he uses his quote-unquote power arm.
1: Did I say and power hits, arm?
0: And hits people <laughs> out. Those are the only thing that count. And I put the over-under at 17 and a half. Yeah. And uh, the bet was if, if uh, I won, uh, he owes me a pitcher of beer. And Alex Bomas is actually on this bet, in on yeah. this bet as well. So um, the if, only
1: person who supported him was McCarthy. Mac-
0: yeah, McCarthy thought he could do it. And then if, if Sam won, I had to buy him a couple of twelve packs of soda of his choosing. Yeah. And uh, why don't you, why don't you let the folks at home know how many, how many you got over the, over the entire weekend? Five. Five? <laughs> could you say that a little louder into the microphone, please?
1: Yeah, I have five kills. You have
0: five kills. Okay, so slightly short of the, uh, the, the eighteen that you yeah. needed to win the bet. So. Yeah. I just want to point out to everyone in the NCDA, he can't throw, so... <laughs> really All right, thing. hold, on, hold
1: on. To be fair, against Kentucky, Ether one or two balls, the entire day of four games on Sunday, Ether two balls. I think five and... A... No, it's so no, that's not something. No, that's
0: not something. I saw where you were going with that. I'm like, eh, no, don't say it. It's not good. So... I get a, a free pitcher of beer, easiest pitcher of beer I've ever made. <laughs> I think Alex Bomas gets a free pitcher of beer as well, easiest pitcher of beer he's ever made. So, you know. Thank I'll,
1: you, McCarthy, though, for supporting me. Yeah,
0: McCarthy, know. for whatever reason, you know, you're know, you an awesome man, but why in the world would you ever take the over on that? I, I mean,
1: think McCarthy was thinking that I could get catches. I think that's why you're me. No, we, we very oh, clearly made, explained wait, 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 to okay. him
0: that, that catches don't count. Okay. So, all
1: right, let's go back to talking about all this stuff, now that you made your joke.
0: But I like to make fun of you a lot, so... Yeah. All right, so Saturday, uh, like I said, we were up at the crack of dawn. Uh, let's see. MSU played Bowling Green uh, for the first game. Saginaw Valley also played Ohio State. WKU played DePaul. And I believe the last round of the um, the games that were at 7.30 in the morning mm-hmm. was uh, Kent versus the Miscellaneous team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what were your thoughts from the, the first round of, uh, of uh, pool play on Saturday morning?
1: Well, um I honestly, I know last podcast was a little critical of Ohio State, and I said they would go home three on Saturday. Um, but they took a point. They're down 2-1 to one against Ohio State. They ended up losing 4-2.
0: Against uh, SVSU. Yeah, against Sagal Valley. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and I thought that was pretty impressive showing, considering that well did I know that they wouldn't have their best power arms on Saturday, mm-hmm. and yet they're still hanging around with Saginaw Valley. Um, it would say a lot. About how well they would play, I think they also beat another team later on, and they also forced overtime with the team on Sunday. So right. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I thought that was pretty pretty impressive for House State.
0: Yeah, and then um, I think the final score of WKU DePaul was six three. Um, but I mean, I've been saying this uh, for you know for a couple podcasts now. DePaul is definitely an athletic group, mm-hmm. and you know when they get their stuff together. You know, I mean, I know they like to goof around a lot, and we love them for it, but yeah. I honestly believe that they could, I mean, they took three points against WKU, and WKU was in the Elite Eight, if I recall correctly. Yes. Yes, they were. So, I mean... The w- quarterfinals. Right. I don't know if we can use the official
1: basketball terminology or
0: not. <sighs> That's all. Okay, well, hopefully yeah. I don't get sued for using <laughs> that. Um but no, WKU's definitely no slouch, and they were able to take three points. Now, I'd be lying to you if I saw what those points looked like. I yeah, did, I was obviously we were, playing. we were playing at the time. Um, but looking at the scores, I mean, DePaul and WKU, I mean, it's nine points in, in a game with three of them going to DePaul. I think that's pretty impressive.
1: Yep. Okay, so the next group of games were uh, a lot of games. I don't really know how many, but we'll figure it out. Um, they included West Kentucky beating Ohio State 4-1. Um, DePaul and probably the, it's not really an upset, but we'll talk about this pretty, pretty in depth in a second. But DePaul beat Saginaw Valley. Um Bowling Green beat Penn State three to two in overtime. CMU beat Towson four to one. JMU beat Miami eight to nothing. Kent State beat Wisconsin Playful three to two. Three two. Yeah. And uh Grand Valley State beat um, Northwestern State seven to nothing. So, you can pick games. We'll we'll just pick a few games out here and just talk about it. Go ahead.
0: Well, like we said before, Penn State forcing overtime on a team with, I don't know, I I forget how many years of experience, but a significant um, amount of experience more than Penn State has, Mm -hmm. and they force overtime. And, I mean, Bowling Green definitely has some good players. Um, So, you know, going from losing, what, 9 to nothing on, you know, Friday yeah. night, going to overtime. Overtime on Saturday. I mean, that had to feel a hell of a lot better, yeah. you know, than sitting there having people throw at will at you yeah. and you have nothing to to do. I, again, I didn't get to see that game, but still, uh, a couple of other guys talked to me about it and they said that you know they 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 almost had it. They they kind of let it slip away. But uh, I, again, I can't give enough credit to Penn State just for the way they they handled Nationals weekend.
1: And uh, I didn't get to watch it live, but YouTube, thanks, Josh Ramer. Um I was I've been watching uh, clips of the CMU Towson game, and I think that's the best I've seen CMU play this year. Towson's a good team, um, and yet CMU still beat them four to one with ten people. With ten people, yeah. I mean, yeah, Towson was missing their power throwers, right? But at the same time, like CMU wasn't just catching their way to victory. Like I saw them get a lot of throwouts. Um, Wes Peters had a good couple kills in the last point I just watched. Uh, Tyler Frank had a good couple kills. Number 11, I don't know your name, I'm sorry, but you had some good catches and some good kills. So um, it was pretty pretty impressive win for Central.
0: Well, anytime, uh, anytime somebody goes up against another team, especially a quality team like Towson, with only 10 people and they're able to win, I think that's crazy impressive just because, I mean, starting off with a five-man advantage, mm-hmm. I, you know, in my opinion, is huge because even if you go one-for-one, one, I mean, think about it, you're on a 10-clock when they have 10 people still. I mean, yeah. even if you're going one-for-one one yeah. the entire way, so, I mean, 10-clock against 10 people, I mean, especially in my experience, is really daunting, so uh, I think that uh, CMU played absolutely fantastically that game just from the small clips that I've been able to mm-hmm. see on YouTube. Uh, and then the 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 kind of miscellaneous kind of outlier game in that whole uh, that whole scenario was the SUSU versus DePaul game yeah, that man. actually ended up to be a forfeit, I believe. It was, wasn't a forfeit; it was a default. As a default, um, but effectively disqualified. Disqualified. Um, I, th- I mean, I think th- they did play the game. Uh, and I think the score was four to nothing. Four to nothing. Four to nothing. Four to one. one. I don't yeah. remember exactly what it was, but uh, it actually turned out that uh, SV uh, used more than a twenty-man rotation yeah. uh, for that game. So for that game and that game only, uh, they were not able to take a point. Therefore, um, Depaul was victorious. Yeah. So it, it wasn't going to forfeit. It was just you know a default, a, a default disqualification for that game. Um, I don't think it in the end changed too much in the standings I think it was more just made have maybe created one seating different yeah. in one place yeah. I don't really remember it um, uh, so it wasn't the the most uh, crazy thing that could ever yeah. happen that made a one seat a six seat or anything like yeah. that but uh, it happened it's over with no big deal anymore now we know and uh, well, they should well no now now we know again okay. right. uh, and uh, and we'll move forward yeah all right. Then our next uh, group game was UK uh, prevailing over MSU, which was four to two. I thought it was three to two. It was to, It was
1: three to two, and then they scored the point with like average oh, time. Okay. So. Yeah, you're
0: right. So it was technically four to two. Um, and Sula beat Miami four to one. Ohio State beat Paul four to one as well. Towson uh, beat the miscellaneous team in overtime. Three to two. Three to two. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> in my opinion, that was. First of all, uh, just a quick thing about the uh, UK MSU game. Uh, I thought that MSU played alternately. Like the first point that they played was complete crap. Then the yeah. second point they played was pretty solid, but they still dropped the point. Then yeah. the third point they played was awesome. The
1: worst. No, the third point oh, we right. played was the worst point we've played all season. Okay, that's true. And then we the lost like three minutes.
0: Fourth and fifth point was pretty good, yeah. but then we still ended up losing. So it was kind of like Jekyll and Hyde. You know who's yeah. going to show up? point to point, so uh, hopefully, you know, that's something that we can
1: fix yeah. in the yeah.
0: future, because we've had a nasty habit of doing that, yeah. so hopefully that, that doesn't change, or that does change yeah. in the future.
1: Yeah, um, honestly, like, going down 3 nothing, I was like, wow, this sucks. Uh,
0: well, it does suck.
1: <laughs> it does suck, I'll be honest, like, and, because um, Kentucky was like our big game on Saturday, I thought we'd come with a lot of fire, and they just were out-throwing us. Because we were down so many more players, like, so many power throwers. So they just started out throwing us, and then we decided, like, as a collective unit, as a team, to just kind of change our game plan a little bit. We played a little faster against Kentucky, which is weird because we went a little slower the next day. Right. But when we played faster, we were just like, oh, hey, and uh, Kentucky didn't really have an answer for us. And then we got we got down 3-2 to two with about five minutes left. And we had to do what we call Breslin, where we basically just go crazy. Yeah. And we just got picked off. And a lot of us, like, a lot of us catchers, just, like, standing there just getting pelted because we, we needed to get a catch.
0: Yeah. So. The the success rate of, of Breslin is probably about 5%, but, like, it's necessary. <laughs> it's, when like like my like, kill, um, it's like my kill percentage. Y- no, your kill percentage is not <laughs> even close to 5%. You'd be lucky to be at, like, 0.5% for your kill percentage, if we're being honest. But... um, no, the resident—it's uh, the all-out, no concern for yourself. Just run up to the line and throw and see if you can get somebody out. Obviously, isn't the best strategy, but when you only got four minutes left, yeah. you do what you got. And there's
1: do. no difference—no difference in losing three to two and four to two.
0: Right. I mean, you—you you might as well give it a shot. Um, and Sula uh, taking down Miami. I thought that was pretty big. They have some very good athletes on that team. Yeah. They uh, Martise Pennington. Martise Pennington. I believe he's number 55. Yeah. Yeah, he's... I don't know where they found him, but he is a fantastic athlete. He's been athlete. on the
1: team for three years, at least, I think. Yeah. And they, he's, he's been good every,
0: every year. Yeah, he, uh, he is, in my opinion, by far and away, their best player. Uh, and... I, again, I didn't get to see uh, this game actually pan out, but I can only imagine that he had a very significant impact on this, you know, just because, uh, I mean, Ensula had troubles earlier, uh, not in the day, I think in the tournament, I think they on Friday. They uh, lost 9 nothing. They lost 9 nothing against. Uh, yeah. JJ. JMU and then they uh, they lost earlier to that day to Grand Valley, yeah. so I mean they were down you know they lost you know by a combined sixteen points which is a lot obviously so I mean give them a ton of props for uh, for coming back and and putting on a not only a competitive game but I would say four to one is almost pretty dominant yeah um, I would say
1: going into it if they had to get a win I'd be like oh they win like two to one or three to two or they win in overtime for them to come out and win four to one is really really impressive and honestly I hope that with North Texas being league. With Abilene Christian University in Texas trying to join, I hope that they can get a few more games next year going to the nationals. So when they get to nationals, it's like okay, we're ready to play. We can get like two wins. I think if they start increasing their wins every year, all of a sudden national champion. So absolutely. I mean, I don't think they're going to be national champion next year, but
0: like, right. Well, we'll I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely a long road to be the to get to the top. I mean, think of the teams that have uh, won the national championship in the last couple of years. They've been around the league for a long time, yeah. so. I mean, experience with experience comes, you know, comes championships. Yeah, and then um, Ohio State. Now, did you pick DePaul to beat Ohio State? I did pick. You up did Ohio pick State, that, yeah. and, and, uh, and no, I uh, picked DePaul to beat Ohio State. Right, you picked yeah. DePaul to beat Ohio yeah. State, and uh, Ohio State ended up prevailing four to one. Four to one. Uh, so, where does that put them on the uh, in pool play? Does that put them at one? They, they were one and two. Both
1: those schools ended up going one and two. Both
0: those schools ended up going one and two. So was my prediction right? Maybe I think so. I have to go. You, you
1: did predict that nobody in that pool. Would I go. did predict
0: that nobody in that pool would go uh, uh, undefeated. Undefeated, and and it I, took it took d- a default. I <laughs> definitely got. I definitely lucked out with that default. But hey, I I, I guess I planned that happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then uh, the the other thing that happened in that time slot was uh, the overtime game <laughs> between Talisman and mis- the miscellaneous mis- mis- team, which, you know. We were a little bit behind schedule, so I was yeah. kind of. And a couple of the Towson players were like, okay, can we stop? Our arms are sore. We kind of want to just, you know, go eat because we're starving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the miscellaneous team wanted to, you know, play out the overtime. And I don't remember um, who the miscellaneous team had on their six man. They didn't
1: have. Eventually they got like Sweet and Kevin Wynn and McCarthy. Yeah, but but and that so wasn't for the oh, That wasn't for that <laughs> one. <laughs>
0: no. So I don't, I don't even remember how it turned out. I just remember um, Towson won. I remember Towson yeah. winning, but I don't remember who they had on the who the miscellaneous team had on the court. So uh, hopefully, in, if that they ended,
1: had I forget his name, but he's like the ninja guy that used to play for
0: Kentucky. Kentucky. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, He'd be like, "Yeah, I remember." You can't see They can't see, what I'm they doing can't right see now. the hand motions. Don't <laughs> worry, Sam. Um, but uh, you know, being a little bit behind time, behind schedule, and you know, I think I believe that Towson already earned the win just yeah. by yeah. default of playing the uh, uh, the miscellaneous team. I was kind of like, okay, let's 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 get going. I think we're like half an hour behind. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we,
1: we caught up at the. End. Oh, we we did catch yeah. up at
0: the end, and and I told many people this weekend. It's not dodgeball unless we're behind schedule. Yeah, that is the first rule of dodgeball. You have to be behind schedule for right. a tournament. So. And then uh, oh, let's see the twelve thirty 30 slot, uh, Michigan State played Penn State and prevailed 6 to nothing. Central Michigan beat the uh, miscellaneous team 3 to nothing. Um, mm-hmm. I believe McCarthy was on that team, so that was a little bit of a... Uh, and sweet. Oh, McCarthy and sweet, and Central so, was able yeah. to, to take him down. So, so yeah. that's sort of uh, in your face. McCarthy made it
1: quite very well this weekend. <laughs> wow, that's calling people <laughs> he hit out. He me, hit me, but that's not that Calling hard.
0: people out after the fact. <laughs> and JMU uh, beat GVSU in uh, a, a little oh, bit of a clap. slower game.
1: Yeah. But but was, I heard the first half was amazing. Yeah, I heard... The, yeah, I've I heard, heard the first 25, 30 minutes of the game was amazing. Right, I,
0: and then the second half apparently was snail's pace. Yeah. So uh, we'll give a little bit more about that later. Saginaw was able to
1: beat... No, those were later on. Well... Those three were after the fact. So let's just talk about these three. All
0: right. So, again, Michigan State, Penn State, uh, I mean, the score doesn't reflect it, but they improved leaps and bounds. Yeah,
1: and it wasn't like, it wasn't like your typical 6-0 game. It was like... We only had like five or six people on the court every time we won the point, so it wasn't like we were like they got sound at 10 o'clock, I think almost every point. No, I think it was
0: four three, of the six, th- yeah, three four, or four the, yeah. three or four of the six.
1: So okay. it was like pretty impressive that they could hang around with us and stuff. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. I uh, I definitely, like I said, you know, they were showing me what they had learned and what they had had time, you know, to practice yeah. against you know, BG and stuff like that. Uh, so again. Couldn't be prouder of those guys. Yeah. Hopefully, they're going to be uh, in East Lansing. Hopefully, we're going to do a Big Ten uh, invite, mm-hmm. uh, which which would be awesome now that they're in the league. Um, so, again, they will be – do not count them out even for next year or the year after that yeah. because once they learn – once they get a semester or six months to Once to they learn, get more
1: than four games in a season, like, right. they'll be good.
0: They'll they'll definitely learn. So, then, uh, again, Central uh, taking down the miscellaneous team, kind of an in-your-face to sweet uh, Kevin yeah. Wynn from LCC and uh, McCarthy, McCarthy. So – and I, th- I believe uh, um, Kevin Wynn. And just a little aside here, Kevin Wynn ended up breaking a camera that yeah. uh, Josh Raymer rented from WKU. Way to go, Kevin! Way to go, Kevin, idiot. Um, so uh, there is currently a um, uh, a website set up that if you would like to help, because, I mean, think of all the times that you watch a game on YouTube, think of Mm -hmm. all the, you know, the commentary. Josh Raymer has a hand in all of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He does so much for the league as far as the media side goes. Josh is
1: one of the three most important people in the history of the league.
0: Absolutely. So, I mean, right now he's on the hook for the full cost of the camera, which I believe was... $800 Eight hundred dollars or something like that, and I and they set up a website where you I can. Think just, he's at like five hundred right now. He's at so. he's at close to five hundred, but I mean, I still don't want Josh don't, to yeah, have to pay three hundred dollars just yeah. so that we can watch our games on YouTube. Yeah. So anybody who's listening to this, uh, I, we can put a link to the uh, on the average Joe's Facebook page. We'll put page. A, either that or uh, we can put it on the NCDA website, um, yeah. and we'll and anybody who you know, ten bucks, twenty bucks, whatever you can, uh, just throw in whatever you can just to say thanks, Josh, for. Recording all these games. Thanks for putting them all up on YouTube. Thanks for taking the amount of time that you do, uh, and just so that he doesn't have to pay, you know, a ridiculous amount of money. And then uh, JMU versus GVSU. Uh, I know I don't know. Again, I didn't get to see all of it. I got to see about the last three minutes of it. Um, but from what I saw, it was uh, JMU was up two to one at the time, and essentially what happened was they had all the balls. And they were throwing one at a time off the wall. Oh, getting the rebound. Getting the rebound. Waiting nine seconds. Throwing, throwing it off again. the wall. Which, which effectively it's was... It's very smart, but it's it was, very boring to watch. It was effectively a good strategy because they won. But um, it was equivalent to watching paint dry yeah. for the three minutes that I yeah. was there. I, I could imagine how... watching a whole 19 minutes. Right, exactly. So, and, and
1: I think it might have hurt them for the second day. Not only because it tires the arms out. Because they're throwing, throwing, throwing. But also because pissed Grand Valley,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> it, it did well. I mean, anytime you piss anybody off, it's that's yeah. you know a little bit extra fire. But I believe now on the first day, I believe the strategy was um, they were able to put a ball like six inches over the neutral yeah. zone line, so technically the other team was on the ten clock, yeah. and then once they um, once their the opposing team Grand Valley's clock was at eight or nine. They would they throw. Would throw yeah. So then they would get to throw, but then Grand Valley couldn't throw yeah. the balls back, so they would just get the balls back again yeah. and do the whole process yeah. over again. And I believe they started to fix that on Sunday. They started giving players cards yeah. for
1: doing They're that. They're always threatening to do that.
0: Well, no, I, uh, bonus did.
1: Oh, bonus did? I, oh, sweet.
0: Uh, I believe it was Sweet who warned... They gave him a warning first. They uh-huh. said, if you do this, we're going to give you a card. And then they did... Uh, somebody, I don't even remember who did it, but um, they... They uh, they did it, and Bomus ended up giving him a card, saying, "Listen, you got your warning. Tough. You mm-hmm. should if you're you know if your teammates didn't tell you not to do it, that's not on us. You yeah. get the card. Yeah. So, I think that that's something that's going to be more prevalent in the future, giving cards for that. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's nothing well, there was nothing le- legally against no. it in our rule book just because,
1: but it is unsportsmanlike.
0: Well, it's on, well, and that's what the grounds for the card yeah. The yeah. cards were. That's um, so. Well, I think the one of the funniest parts of the tournament for it was we were playing Kentucky. And
1: we we're down three to one, and they had one guy left, and he goes to do the trick against us, and steps over the line. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, it was. Yeah, he tried. He was. Uh, it was a ball rolling towards MSU's side, and. He uh, he was gonna do that and just put it over, and he ended up just kind of going, "Whoops, a little too far." and, <laughs> and it, had, it was like a foot over the line. So I don't I don't remember which player it was, and even if I did, I wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't give him I wouldn't, give him, out, I wouldn't no. give him national embarrassment. <laughs> but uh, it's it's not a flawless strategy. Yeah. Let's point that out.
1: But another another thing about the valley JMU game is that from what I heard, Mark had from what he told me, Mark Trapati had the worst game of his career. Okay, which I think it's funny because. Uh, the three, well, I guess Spencer's not a captain now, but okay. um, three of the most famous, not like best, but like famous people in the league all had their worst games in the tournament at different points. Yeah. And they're all losses. Hey, it so, happens.
0: Um, but that's why we play a full yeah, 50 minutes. Yeah,
1: but I just think it's funny that like here we are like, we all sucked at one point, and
0: It happens. Yeah. So then, uh, we ended up doing uh, an All Stars versus. You are the L- skipping these games. Oh, I'm skipping the game. You're oh, I did skip games. a game. Oh, my apologies. You're skipping four games. I'm skipping four games. Uh, SVSU, like I said before. Uh, we don't we, know I need to talk about these ones. They were uploads. Beat uh, just w- say, just say I, just go. I got it. <laughs> 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 SVSU beat uh, WKU six to one. UWP beat the miscellaneous team three to one. UK beat BGSU four to nothing, and GVSU beat Miami six to nothing. So. A lot of blowouts, a lot of good teams. Probably the teams that we expected to win yeah. won. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so then we ended up having an All Stars versus the alumni. That was fun. That was fun. It was an excessive amount of people Too on both sides. Too many people. Um, so, but I don't, I don't think that if it was purely alumni v. alumni, that it would have been enough people.
1: No, and it wouldn't have been as much fun either. Would right. It right. Well, it, been it was like everybody going against McCarthy basically. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and I, I, I wasn't going to play in it, but then I, I, uh, I had a flashback to my freshman year when Bomas was practicing with us, and he, uh, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but he, I was on his team in the outline doing the shot clock. He hooks one at me. I wasn't looking, you know, unsuspecting freshman. Mm-hmm. Hits me right in the nuts. I go down. I'm in an excessive amount of pain and then he gets a catch and he's like, get in, get in, get in. And so then I have to get up and like run in and just lay in the back of the court in pain all at the hands of Bomas who thinks it's friggin' hilarious. Yeah. So I, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll take this opportunity and, and, and try and uh, get some revenge. So I, I asked the alumni who very politely moved out of the way for me and didn't give Bomas any blocks. And and then I, I I threw a couple at him and I think I, I skimmed the back of his the back of his uh, knee once mm-hmm. and so it didn't it wasn't quite the resounding <laughs> boom that I was looking for but uh, but it got the job done and and I finally got my revenge after a couple of years.
1: See, you got lucky because I spent like six or seven throws throwing at sweet and he kept having people block for him. I was like, come on, I just want to throw a sweet out.
0: Yeah, you just you just gotta ask politely. I mean, just I just said, hey, can you just uh, just yeah, move over a little bit? True. And They're like, oh, if you're throwing up bonus okay.
1: Well, I eventually did get Sweet to come in. on won a one in the showdown. He missed on his throw. I threw him in the thigh. And I was like, victory is mine. Like, highlight of my career right there. Wow,
0: if that's the highlight <laughs> of your career. Highlight
1: think my at that point. The oh. highlight of my career would come later on the Okay, next day. but still. Multiple times the next that's, day.
0: That's, 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 oh, God. <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> and then in the All-Star game. You said
1: the ladies game, too. I'm
0: going to get to the ladies game. It's going to be the last, okay, last all thing all right, you talk about on right, day one. All right. I got it. Okay. I can read. All right, well. Yeah, I got it. The, uh, the All-Star game was similar into the fact that um, it was a lot of people. I think it too was many people. 64 people yeah. on the court total, yeah. so 32 on each side with like 20 balls or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was too many people. But. Uh, you know, in my opinion, it was too many people just because Mark Trippetti spent the entire time holding me in place. trying. <laughs> he screamed me. He held me in place a couple times, and then I got hit in the nuts on the sideline, and he laughed. <laughs> uh, and then when he bent over to laugh, he got hit. <laughs> so all of that obviously equals that there were way too many people on the court. So so you um, should have
1: hung out on the right corner with me and Wes and Brett, Peter, or Brett um, mm-hmm. Hadwin and Spencer. And we just kind of ha- hung out and just had a good
0: time. Me yeah. and Wes were
1: yelling you know, at people to throw at us. and know we were at uh, us. Yeah,
0: well, you know, obviously. Except we,
1: Dylan. Dylan threw at
0: my face like ten times. And you probably deserved it. I did. You I yelled him, him to throw at me and I caught kind of kind of him right here. You, know, you deserved it. Yeah. Um, so, no, in my opinion, there should be um, a little bit more of a revamp for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that you can breathe on the court, yeah. uh, I think it was fun though. It, it was definitely fun. Uh,
1: that was your first all-star. Yeah, what did you think? You
0: know, it was it was definitely fun. It was definitely you know I was goofing around the entire time. I was mm-hmm. you know yelling, having a good time. Um, I think I, I got you know hit four times at once, a couple mm-hmm. times just because there were. I mean, the massive amount of people.
1: The red team, the the BLTs also had a lot more players than we did.
0: Well, I mean. And they also had, you know, they were also mostly up at the neutral zone yeah, line, and, and then they were all throwing at us. Yeah. So it didn't, uh, it didn't bode very well for for the uh, monsters. But yeah. have no fear, we will prevail <laughs> at some point in our lives. Um, and then our ladies' game, I actually did not get to, to witness. Fun. I was at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings because I hadn't eaten all day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'll talk about it then. All right, but it's up on YouTube, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it it is up on YouTube. Uh, all three of the all star games are up on YouTube. Uh, so the ladies game was fun. Um there's basically a lot of the Saginaw and James Madison girls that could grip, throw at each other, and then um, the Northwestern State girls were all there and Grand Valley had a few girls, um Kent State had a few girls. It was a good time. It was
0: How many was it? It was better
1: than last year. Was think. it
0: fifteen on fifteen? Or? No, it
1: was like twenty five on twenty five or wow. so. so there's a lot. Definitely um, a lot. But it's they just went them up by team. So okay. like they had like all the Saginaw girls on one team. All the Grand All the Saginaw, all the Grand Valley girls were on the same team, which I thought was weird, but um, and it was a, it was fun. I guess it was better than last year's.
0: So. How many? No, what was the last year? Was it like fifteen out of fifteen last year? Last year
1: there's, I think, a little more, maybe the same. Okay. But um, last year not as many girls were gripping. So okay. it was like, just little like dinks and nobody could get from the neutral line to the baseline. So there's was a lot of girls just like standing in the middle just getting hit.
0: So uh, now, but this year it was a lot more It was
1: a lot more like high octane. 40, 45-mile power throws. Um, so basically they, about there's, 10 to 15 couple, miles an
0: hour faster than you could yeah, throw. Yeah,
1: yeah. There, there's a couple <laughs> girls that I, I swear I got through like 50. So that was pretty impressive. Like that girl throws faster than me. Uh, number 88 for James Madison threw really hard. Like probably like 50, 52 with movement. And I was like, she could play on our team. <laughs> so way better than you, in <laughs> yeah, other words. Yeah, pretty much. Um... <laughs> Lindsey Maynard for Saginaw Valley played pretty well. Um, some of the Grand Valley girls played
0: pretty well. so Good. Good. So then, uh, after a ridiculous amount of throwing and a lot of ibuprofen, uh, Sunday morning came around. Yeah. And the, uh, the number two seed took on the number 15. Two seed was UK, uh, and the 15 seed was Miami, and UK won that game four to nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Madison took on DePaul at uh, in the early game, and that game was won by James Madison, the three seed, four to nothing. And Grand Valley, the six seed, took on uh, Bowling Green, who was the eleven seed, and that game was won five to nothing as well. Um, Ohio State and Central Michigan uh, played the early game as well, and they uh,
1: Ohio uh, State they won, won three to, three to one, one yeah.
0: which which. Uh, I mean, that came for me going into it on Saturday night, you know, mm-hmm. thinking of the matchups, I wasn't sure. I, was, I
1: thought that could go
0: either I way. I definitely, you know, it was like a 50 50 or maybe a 45 55, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Because um, would we get the central Michigan team that played lights out yeah. or would we get, you know, the Ohio State team that played lights out? Yeah, when we get
1: the Ohio State team, they got all the throwers that came the next day.
0: So. Right, and and they and as we'll find out a little bit later on the Sunday bracket, they definitely show that they they belong late into Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and then the later round of games uh, with the number one overall seed Kent State versus number sixteen uh, Penn State, uh, and Kent State won that six to nothing. That was the game that was going on adjacent to Michigan State, so I didn't get to see very much yeah. of it. Um, and then, SVSU, the number four seed, played Ensula, and SVSU won five to nothing. Mm-hmm. And then Michigan State, the number five seed, uh, played the number 12 seed, University of Wisconsin-Platteville, and that game was won two to one, yeah. and that was very close that at the end. That
1: was really close. We had two people left on the court. Michigan side. State had
0: two people left on the court. Um, and UWP
1: think, basically sat on our neutral zone line the whole time and just threw at us, threw at us, threw at us yeah. and we couldn't do
0: anything. They, they, had a, they, I, they were much, much better than I am. Yeah, uh, a lot
1: better than they were last
0: year. Absolutely. And then uh, another game that I thought could go either way um, was number 8 seed WKU versus uh, the number 9 seed Towson, yeah. um, which ended up being a little bit less close than I thought it was going to be. Uh, WKU ended up winning 4 to nothing. I think
1: Towson, um, I haven't talked to anybody about this, but it wouldn't surprise me if Towson was feeling a little gassed on um, Sunday because they had never done the two-day tournament before. And obviously, missing your st- first time doing a – two day tournament you're just like what is going on especially with missing their power arms you have a lot of people that normally don't throw having to throw yeah. a lot and like I well, think it wouldn't surprise they're their
0: yes. Speaking speaking from experience I was my arm was hurting and I'm used to throwing a lot and I'm used to two day I mean I've done two day tournaments yeah. before so I mean even with experience it's still definitely a tough thing to do um, so that was the first round game, and then uh, the quarterfinals, not the elite eight, because yeah. we can get in trouble for saying that. Well, I don't know if we can. So Let's just call it eight. Okay, we'll call. Okay, I guess we'll call it the elite eight. We'll roll the dice. <laughs> uh, it was another rematch between Grand Valley and JMU, and apparently Grand Valley was really pissed off, as you said, because yeah. they they ended up winning that game four to one. Well, I think
1: having Jeremy Stemke helped a lot too, because right. he's one of their five or six best players and. Getting him back for the second
0: day it really helped a lot. So. Well, and I think, now if I remember correctly, um, on the first day, James Madison took the first point, on the first day on Saturday, yeah, and then Grand Valley evened it? No, it was 2-0. Oh, it was 2-0 and they yeah. uh, yeah. had one? Okay, and then on this day, it was just the opposite. Grand Valley jumped out to a 2-0 lead and didn't really look back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they ended up dropping a point, but uh, they got up to that 2-0 lead and, you know, it was just kind of what, maybe that's the formula for what you need to do to beat James Madison. You, you mm-hmm. need to start strong and you need to get up there just so that, you know, you don't fall behind so they yeah. can, because they're very, obviously, I mean, we've seen And we've when, when they it. fall behind, they usually play a little weaker, like they get Unorganized, they try to rush, and that's when you can beat the team. Well, and I mean, we've experienced it firsthand. They're they're a good slowdown team. Yeah. So uh, it obviously it uh, was very uh, beneficial for GVSU to get that two nothing lead just mm-hmm. to put them on their heels and force them to to come at them and make mistakes. And then, in my opinion, the one of the best, probably one of the best games of the whole tournament, yeah. uh, was UK versus Ohio State, the two versus the ten. Uh, if you had told me that this was the matchup and you had asked me to pick a favorite, I would have said UK forty-one. I would say UK five to nothing. Yeah, something like that. It ended up going to overtime, and and during overtime, I believe Ohio State got the first catch, and I think Ohio State was up six to four or six to yeah. five, and then UK just came roaring back yeah. and, and took care of business. But still, Ohio I mean, State
1: was up two nothing in this game, which is really impressive. Um, they had like eight or nine freshmen on their team, which is even more impressive. So the fact that they have this, it's like Wow
0: well and, and and correct me if I'm wrong but I don't believe that they're losing a lot of seniors is that I think they lose one or two they lose one or two so I mean they are a team who took one of the best teams in the nation to overtime on day two of nationals and you know and they're not losing very many players so definitely be careful for them to to, to make some noise next year because that they're so home court advantage, right they're nationals. gonna have, they're gonna have nationals at their home court you know and more so that they're just a very good team yeah. and better than even I expected. Yeah. And I, I, think I, you know, predicted them to go two and one or one and two. I don't remember. One and two. One and two. So, uh, I, and they so ended up. So they
1: went uh, two and three on
0: the weekend. That's pretty. good. Right. I mean, and take and that that third loss, losing to UK in overtime. I mean, there's absolutely yeah. no none. shame none. in that. Absolutely none. And then Kent State uh, was able to take care of WKU five 0 nothing. Yeah. Uh, the game. Was a little bit competitive during some points. Uh, Kent State, I think, got down to six or five players in one or two of the points. That was the game that was right next to us mm-hmm. as we were playing. Um, so I didn't get to watch it in depth. Yeah, because
1: we were kind of playing a tough team at the same right. time. So, so I got to like,
0: Ooh. Right. So, I mean, I, it, it definitely uh, – Kent State definitely had a hold on it. But I think UW – or, I'm sorry, uh, WKU gave it a good, uh, good a good effort every point. And uh, it just, you know, sometimes – you know they just weren't able to to take care of you know the Kent State defensive tendencies. Yeah. And then um, Michigan State, the number five seed, played the number four seed, uh, Saginaw Valley, and was able to win three to one. Um, Sam's high fiving me. <laughs> uh, wh- like I said, one of the best games that we've played as a team.
1: Uh, it's the second biggest win in program
0: history. Yeah. And but I mean more so I mean, MSU was like as
1: happy- a team we. The first point we dropped but it was like a very close point, like I wasn't embarrassed by that lo- by the point loss, but after that we just were on fire.
0: Well and you know, I if you would have told me that in on Saturday, that you're gonna beat Saginaw Valley in the elite in I would have kind of raised my eyebrows and, like, do you realize what we're missing? Because we're missing four power throwers. We have 17 people. We're gassed. We had, one of our, we had four or five people injured. One of our guys, um, let's see, one of our guys Dis- rolled his, his, his ankle. Disc- Another his guy toe. dislocated his toe. Another
1: dislocated a rolled the ankle. Right. Um, you um, were, like, severely dehydrated. Right.
0: Well, but, I mean, even... I had a couple of bruises. Going into... Oh, a couple of bruises, <laughs> really? Well, going, going into that game, we probably had... Uh, 16 people, just because uh, we weren't sure if uh, one of our guys who had rolled his ankle, one of our f- talented freshmen, was going to be able to go. So, I mean, mm-hmm. missing those four power arms, having only 16 people, I was I was nervous, but uh, I was really proud of the way MSU played. Uh, and hats off to Saginaw. Very tough game. Tough game, yeah. It was definitely not easy by well, any stretch was, of the imagination. It was 2-1, to one
1: and uh, we got them down to, I think it was a 5-on-3. And then if Sawyer would have thrown me out, it would have been four on three. And then they had two catchers left. So easily they could have swung a game back around. And, t- brought, it and brought it to overtime. And brought to overtime. And who knows what would happen in overtime. Right. Um, but so, luckily and for us, it didn't go down the way. So.
0: Right. Well, and again, it was... It was Definitely a, uh, a tight contesting game. And again, hats off to Saginaw Valley. They played a fantastic game. And hats,
1: hats off to Spencer. Um, he had a great career. He was NCD MVP. I think he's a three time All Star. He captained this team to a championship. He ran a Nationals tournament. Like, great career, Spencer. Thank you for all you've done in the league. Like, you're a good person. Absolutely.
0: Um, so then uh, the next game that uh, we or I think I dubbed Mayweather versus Pacquiao that everybody wanted to see yeah. was Grand Valley versus UK and that which one w- was
1: Pacquiao which one was Mayweather I don't know which
0: one was Pacquiao whoever you want whoever
1: lost has to be Kentucky oh they never fought did they I'm not they a haven't person. fought yet I'm a UFC person I'm everyone boxing person. wants
0: to see that fight okay. and see we hadn't gotten to see this match during the regular season okay, cool. so everyone wanted to see, see this I, one I'm not
1: a boxing person I'm sorry that's
0: alright um, so and this was a game that we were able to, we were playing uh, as well during this game and we were able to keep tra- tabs on it due to the scoreboards that went across the courts, mm-hmm. um, and I was it, GVSU ended up winning four to one, but I was very surprised. Yeah. I mean I I think GVSU I mean I I give GVSU a lot of credit for winning. I would have never picked a four to one triumph by GVSU. Um, I think I picked them to win anyway uh, versus Kentucky. Yeah. I don't particularly yeah. remember, but uh, if you had told me that it was four to one, I'd been like, eh, I don't know, I wouldn't put money on that.
1: Well, I've been saying all year that I thought these are the two best teams, but I did say all year that I thought Grand Valley was the best team. Yeah, and um, just I thought they had a more complete game. Um, we played both these teams all the weekend. Kentucky had a little bit more firepower than we did, but Grand Valley had a lot more cohesive. Strategies and they had a lot more catchers, mm-hmm. so I wasn't really surprised that Grandma won. I thought it would more like three to one or three to two than four to one, but I'm not surprised with the result.
0: Right. I mean, anytime you get two firepower or powerhouse programs, uh, it's it's going to be it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I wish I could have watched it. Yeah. Because you know I was hearing I was hearing some crowd reactions. Uh, a little bit, you know, during our game, but I definitely, I, I'm sure it's on YouTube, so, or yeah, it's yeah. going to be on YouTube somewhere, so yeah. I'm definitely going to sit soon. down. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to sit down. There's a lot of YouTube. I want to watch, I I have to watch. Absolutely. And then uh, MSU and Kent State round out your final four, uh, your final four being GVSU, UK, MSU, and Kent State. Mm-hmm. Um, and MSU was able to come ahead 3 to nothing in that yeah. game, and give me your thoughts on that game.
1: Uh, this was my second favorite game I ever got to play in, personally, just because it was the biggest win in program history um getting was, to the final getting to the final our first ever our first ever yeah um it was really fun um like I don't think anybody on our team had a bad game against Kent like we all just were lights out um we all are getting kills we're all getting catches um like all 17 of us did stuff Absolutely. and it was really impressive really fun I had a blast in that game um Kent State's a good team. I don't think they lose very much for next year. Uh, I think they need to get a little bit more strategy down. Yeah. Um. And I think they need a couple more catchers. But other than that, they they could be a top four team again next
0: year. Absolutely. And and just as a, as a quick aside, uh, one of our actually our assistant captain for next year, Andy like like we said, dislocated his toe during this. And you know we've got you know 17 people to begin mm-hmm. with, so we we call a quick timeout. We bring him over to the main court where there's a bunch of people, and we're like, okay, where's the nearest place where he can get this fixed? And a big, big thank you to Zach Brown's parents because they ended up taking him to the hospital, which ended up being right across the street, but they, they went out, they pulled their car around, they took him to the hospital, and they, uh, they ended up taking care of him because we didn't really have anyone to spare yeah. to take care of him. So a big thank you to uh, Zach Brown's parents mm. to, uh, for helping us out. I mean, people we, they didn't even know. But, you know, yeah. it was the nicest thing. And you know, Andy Liebly came back and he said, those are the nicest people I've ever met. Well, so, again. That's
1: a lot I, of nice parents. Like Zach Brown's parents are really nice. Kevin Bailey's parents, you said, are really nice. Yeah, absolutely. So we're... We hope, Kevin, I, Kevin Pitcher Bailey. Kevin
0: Pitcher Bailey's parents are very nice as well. So um, um,
1: who Other people have really nice parents in this league. It's not, really cool. I've not
0: really met very many people, many very many parents in this league that no. I actually dislike. So yeah. it's, it's, that bodes very well for a yeah. league. Yeah. Um, like but like you said, uh, I thought MSU played a very good game. I thought that they, I thought that we were able to play well without ball possession, which is something yeah. that we very very uh, much struggled with for the the, or last, early five yeah, the last, last five, five years. Yeah, last five years. But like more specifically, we struggled mightily without ball possession this year specifically. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what clicked, uh, but something we just clicked. changed.
1: We just changed our whole philosophy, yeah. and we realized that we can just. Go up with the lion teeth. I was gonna have the arms, and then we were just like, "Screw it, let's let's S- win." Screw it, <laughs> let's win. That was our strategy. Okay.
0: Wow, you should be a master strategist. So then that puts your championship game, uh, Grand Valley against uh, Michigan State, uh, the number one seed, or I'm sorry, the number six seed yeah, versus the number, number five, five seed. Um, so uh, and then Grand Valley was able to win that uh, three to nothing. Yep. Uh, Fantastic uh, game played by Grand Valley. They yeah. were on fire. They couldn't. Do, they could do no wrong. Yeah. They deserved the championship through and through. Yeah. I thought that they were the best team all year, and they were the best team in that tournament. Mm-hmm. And hats off to you know Grand Valley, their entire program, Mark, for leading to them to their first championship in a couple of years. Um, so again, they were fantastic, and they deserved every minute of it.
1: Um, what I'm about to say is not a slight against any other team in the league. Um, but, including our own team. But I think Grand Valley is the nicest team in the league. Not just for what they did at, for maybe at the end of the game. Yeah, um, no questions. But just, like, the whole tournament they are talking to me, there's not a single person on that team that I've talked to that I'm like, that guy's a jerk. Like, everybody on the team is so nice. They're all very competitive, but they're all very sportsman-like. Um, I can't say that about any other team in the league, including our own team. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all just, it's just a solid group of guys. And... Glad that they won the championship. Um, If we couldn't win it, then I wanted them to win it because of how nice they are.
0: Well, and and I think you and I were talking about this on the car ride home. They are a team that nobody ever has a problem scheduling because they're going to play tough, they're going to play respectfully, and they're going to be gentlemen on and off Mm -hmm. the court. So, again... Can't say enough nice things about Grand Valley. They did a fantastic job all season. Uh, they were number six seed, which, I mean, if we were going... They re- went 16-2 this season. They went 16-2 this season. If we were going realistically, who would be, you know, who's the best team, who's the second best team, Grand Valley would not be a six seed, obviously. Yeah, they'd, be like, championship. they'd be
1: one seed. Well, obviously they'd be easily, one seed. But, easily. Right, They'd be like a one seed and the next person be like a
0: five seed. Right. I mean, they played a fantastic game. And... MSU did not MSU it wasn't
1: it wasn't that we didn't play a fantastic game it was just that I just think we were so tired so injured so beat up I Honestly, don't know if we had a chance in that one, So
0: well, and I can say this I personally played a terrible game I think I had like one or two kills and a catch maybe yes. well, I had zero balls thrown, which is good for me <laughs> But I had, I had zero
1: catches. It was easily the worst game I ever played um, Every time I, was, I had an opportunity for a catch, it was a three person team throw on me, except for one, Kevin Pitcherbell hit me in the toe. And I was like, oh, man. Um, I just want to say, Kenny, Kenny Backus, I don't know if you listen to this or not, but I still have a bruise in my eye. You can kind of see it. Yeah, can... a little bit. Yeah, and it's been a week, almost a week. So um, that was my last out, uh, I was getting hit in the face. But now went... I, got, then I, got, I cheated to come back on the court. They yeah, let me cheat to come okay, back on
0: so the... so the backstory on this is um, Sam got hit out earlier in the, in the game. And then, so he's first in the outline, and then uh, we get like eight people behind him. Okay, mm-hmm. there's like three minutes left. I go over to Mark, and I say, I mean, the game's already three to nothing. They definitely have it in the bag with three minutes left. I go over to Mark and say, hey, will you mind uh, just having one of you guys toss up a ball so they so our guy can catch it? So Sam's on the court for uh, the last moment of, of the championship game. He's like, yeah, I'm going to call a timeout with a minute left anyway, so if it doesn't happen by then, we'll do that. And then it ended up our guy ended James up Schneider getting James Schneider gets a catch James Schneider gets a catch legitimately like they didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't try and just lob it up for us so Sam I gets was sobbing back in at this point. and and Sam is in for like 3 or 4 seconds and then just gets rocked in the face
1: there's a three person team throw and I got hit in the face by Kenny and I was like <laughs> and I was sobbing so I couldn't see
0: the ball and
1: I was like hit the eye. I was
0: like no I don't want to end on this <laughs> so so I mean and like it wasn't funny at the time, being because of the situation. But looking back, it was really funny because like he finally got it in, and there's like a minute left, and he just needs to survive for a minute. And then all of a sudden, he just gets hit in the face, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> so then, when Mark calls time's out, time out, he's like, "Hey, Mike, just put him at the front of the outline." I'm like, "Can we do that? Like, is that legit?" So then, Mark ended up, you know, allowing it because I mean, one of the, I mean, the refs obviously don't care. It's out of hand anyway. Um, so then, and then they, up, gonna do
1: forfeit, like.
0: yeah. so then they ended up just lobbing up a catch to, uh, Kevin Miller. So he could, and then nobody thankfully threw at your face again. Cause I would feel like nobody really, threw
1: me in period, which is good because I was crying so hard. I couldn't even see. Well, I was
0: really glad because I was like, if he gets hit in the face again, it's going to be like the most unfortunate <laughs> series of events in NCAA <laughs> yeah. history. So again, you know, and that's just another the,
1: Just thank you to everybody in the league. Um, helped make this a very fun five years for me? Uh, best best experience of my college life. So.
0: Absolutely. Well, and 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 that's just another example of how great guys the guys from Grand Valley yeah. are. I mean, they didn't have to do that. You know, they could have just said, uh, "No, screw you, Mike." Yeah. Uh, but they said, "You know what? We'll do it, and uh, we're not gonna have a problem with it at all." So uh, overall, I thought. Now, na- I personally thought nationals was run very well. Okay. Uh, my. The only thing uh, that some people have brought up was the lack of a lunch break, mm-hmm. um, which you know it's I don't know the, I don't know the logistics yeah, of it or how okay. how it, it would have worked. But I mean that's just one complaint that I heard. And the only other thing that I would have said was not having the miscellaneous yes. team go to overtime.
1: No, not having miscellaneous team in general. Well, I mean, well, knowing we, knowing what we, I know going into it, we thought that they were gonna have enough people. From other schools to play, but when the miscellaneous team just turns to anybody that wants to play can play in the miscellaneous team. It kinda just was dumb, I thought.
0: Well, I mean, I can definitely see the value of it if you need if you you know, if you have fifteen teams and you need that sixteenth team uh-huh. just because, you know, We had
1: sixteen teams, we had a perfect tournament. Okay.
0: Well, you know, even if it is uh, necessary if they can't win, uh, I would personally advocate for not having them go to yeah. overtime, yeah. especially when we're behind schedule. So that's really the only problem yeah. I had. The balls, I was skeptical. I was skeptical going in, saying I don't want to play with brand new balls. Zach Brown in Kentucky proved me wrong. Uh, the balls were fantastic. They, you know, were they were good enough. They were heavy enough where you could throw, but they were mm-hmm. you know broken in enough where you could still grip them. So again, I thought that the tournament went incredibly well yeah
1: um, and then now we'll do like five picks each for what we think should be on the all ncda team um i already put our votes in for michigan stable let's we'll just hear what you pick like just five picks
0: so for five picks uh number one no-brainer mark trippetti from yes. grand valley great player led his team to a national championship can't say enough good things about him he's a fantastic player completely deserves being on his first team uh kevin bailey uh, mm-hmm. he's Kevin Pitcher Bailey, excuse me. He's, uh, I believe, captain next year. Yeah, and he, so, he
1: killed us. He yeah, killed he us. ripped
0: us to shreds. Um, so we're going to have to figure out something for him next year. Ten-person team throw. Ten-person team <laughs> throw. That's that's what we're going to do. Um, he'll catch two of them, but he'll get hit with a third. Okay, <laughs> that's, I guess that's okay then. Um, but no, he definitely deserves to be on um, on uh, first-team All-NCDA. Mm-hmm. Martise Pennington from Ensula. Okay. Uh, again, we talked about him briefly before. Fantastic player. He... I was watching him on Friday night, I believe it was, and, you know, some of his teammates were a little bit more timid, and mm-hmm. he's just running up there, and he's just wrecking stuff up. Yeah, he's,
1: and he's yelling he for his team to come up with him. He's a very yeah, good leader.
0: Yeah, I thought he did uh, a great job this weekend. Another player, um, another guy I can't say enough nice things about, Alex Swadowski from yeah. UW-Platteville. He has an absolute canon. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great player. He played us very tough. Yeah. Um, he... Uh,
1: I think if his arm his arm was getting a little sore at the end of our game, I think if it would not sore, I think they would have, they would force
0: overtime on us. Oh yeah, I mean, and they uh, I believe they're another team that only loses one, one or two one games. or two people. Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely a, a a team that you're gonna have to definitely be careful about. I don't know if I would go as far to say that they're you know, going to win the championship next year, but they could definitely yeah. contend. Yeah. I mean, they could definitely make a lot of noise. I mean, if you would ta- ask me if Michigan State was going to make it to the championship game at the beginning of the tournament or in the podcast previous to this, I would have been like, I don't know. And Sam's like, yo, yeah, I got it right. <laughs> but I, I did know. have us winning, though. So. You did have us winning, so you're wrong. Yeah. And then another, uh, my last uh, NCDA first team pick would be Jonathan Shaw okay. from Towson. Uh, who uh, I also got to meet for the first time, very nice guy as well, but he throws a lot harder than YouTube. I've watched a couple mm-hmm. of his games on YouTube. He throws a lot harder in person than he does on YouTube, which I'm sure is the case for most people, but still, no, you still throw really <laughs> slow, regardless <laughs> if it's on YouTube. He just pointed to himself, he's like, yeah, me? I was like, mm, no, sorry, bud. Um, but he uh, he has definitely a dangerous throw, and he came up with some, in the couple of games that I got to watch, uh, I believe one of them was the miscellaneous game, which had some definitely talented yeah. players on the miscellaneous team. He got some clutch catches, and he, there were a couple ones where you know, he's you know, 15, 20 feet away from him, and he throws, and it kind of had like a dipping action on it, and it kind of like hit him right in the ankle or the shoe tops. So there, there's a, those are my five um, just off the top of the head for a um, for first-team All-NCDA. I know you already submitted your votes for uh, Michigan State's team, but uh, tell me some players that I missed.
1: Okay, um, I'll name a couple guys that are like, kind of under the radar. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't know, Spencer, because everybody's going to vote for Spencer. Right. So my first one is Mike Van Oh, boy. <laughs> he played really well. Um, he fought back through. He had really bad dehydration to the point where he couldn't really see against Platteville. And he was still like, put me in, coach. I want to Settle play. Settle down. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, Mike, we're not going to let you kill yourself on the court. Settle down. But then after that, we're just like, we need Mike to be Santa. <laughs> and he played really well against I' Played really well against Kent. Um, played okay against Grand Valley. Better than I played against Grand Valley. So um, I voted for Mike. Uh, another player I voted for was Zach Ross from Kentucky. He was number 20. Um, I was more afraid of him than Wes, honestly. Is that, because, another, call- is
0: that another call-out right there? Are not you calling really, I'm West just,
1: out? I'm more... I'm more just promoting Zach. Okay, good, good, Because good. Wes went to throw me, and Zach kept throwing at me. And Zach was throwing at my face, and it was hard, and it had movement. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, <laughs> go away. But um, he was a really good player. Um, I think he can catch okay, too. So uh, he's, he was really good. And from what I heard from other teams, he played really well against them, too. So
0: Good.
1: Um, another player I'll say is uh, Chris Bash. Uh, he played very <laughs> <Nice>. well. <laughs> The, That's
0: Wes Peters, for those of you who are normal.
1: Of CMU. Um, he proved he wasn't Chris Bosh. He proved he was LeBron this tournament. So.
0: <laughs> how, how long have you been waiting to say that? How long have you been sleeping at night saying, oh, I'm going to say this on the podcast? Like five days, on so- five, five days. Five days? Oh so, like, basically when we got home from Nationals, you're like, oh, I've got a great one for Chris Bosh now.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um.
0: <laughs> I'm, I am so sorry, Wes. It was it was funny cuz at the captains meeting everyone was like, "Yeah, you know, is anyone else want to do the captains meeting or, or the podcast?" And uh, uh, they were like, "Well, does anyone have a problem like with the way Mike and Sam have done it?" And Wes just goes, "You've called me Chris Bosch twice." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's a very valid criticism."
1: But he he caught really well in the tournament. Yes, he did. Um caught better than I did. And I had 20 catches. Um watched the tape. <laughs> Mike just said, like, just, air quote things. I was looking at What Like, tw- like Dr.
0: Evil, 28 <laughs> catches.
1: But um, I think Wes had a lot more than I did, and he only played four games. So he caught really well. It's a good um, average. Yeah. He threw, uh, he threw better than I did, so I was like, put him in my all-nationals team. Good. And then how many have I named so far? Three? You've done three. We'll do Ian Childs at MSU. He was on my second team, but I'll still say him because... He's gone to like one practice all year and he's been in like four tournaments. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised at how much he was willing to destroy his arm for the team. And he was like our hardest thrower and he's just like, give me some ibuprofen. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to take an ibuprofen after every game, right, Ian? <laughs> nah, it's all right.
1: But he was he was seriously like killing it. Um, I think he only threw like three catches all tournament, which is really good. Yeah. Um, and he got a lot of kills and he backed a lot of people down, did a lot of covering. Um, and my last one. We'll go with Jeremy Stemke of Grand Valley because.
0: Played very well against us. Played,
1: very, played great against us. Um, I heard it's a difference maker in that James Madison game the second day. Didn't play the first day, but that's why I only put him on the second team, is because he's like. Only played one day. Yeah. Um, but he played really well, so I'll, I'll give him the last last spot. So there you go. And uh, what else we got? Oh, Pretty stuff good. going on this summer because the NCDA might be done, but we still got more dodgeball over the summer. Um, one of them is a kind of NCDA event but the other two are not right. so um, Memorial Day weekend there's the May Day tournament Mayday hat tournament excuse me at DePaul um, they have a um, you go with your whoever you want to go with and you put your name in a hat they draw draw names so the tournament should be fair I mean obviously it's, there's been like one good team one bad team or something right. but um, it'll well,
0: be well they said that the, the the goal of it is that you know, so that one team from, you know, NCDA Team X can't bring their six best players yeah. and just dominate the entire yeah. tournament. They're gonna put they're gonna bring everyone in. So even if you come with a team, you're not you're not for sure to play. Yeah. It's unlikely that you'll play with the team that you bring. So yeah. everyone's drawn out of a hat. Uh, it's gonna be a great time. And you get to meet new people. And you get to meet new people, and you get to play cohesively yeah. with new people, yeah. which is a fantastic. So now that,
1: that my N C D A career done, so I'm like, this is gonna be my first like Post NCDA life tournament. NCDA, nice.
0: where are they now? I sense a good article coming uh, up. NCDA, where, uh, where am I
1: now? <laughs> you only been without me for five days, and you guys already missed me. Eh, uh, uh, I would say A on that too. Yeah.
0: Well, we uh, so a lot of our guys are have destroyed arms, and we had practice last night. And uh-huh. as an incentive to get people with destroyed arms to come to practice. Uh, we offered out Sam Hiller to give out 20 free headshots so that people can throw at him I at gave his out face. Zero. I know, you ended up giving out zero because apparently you didn't honor your Well, I, heart. I
1: stood here and I let you throw at me and I tried to catch one handed. You could throw it in my face anytime you wanted to. For the record, I was throwing underhand. You still got him in the face. Downhill's in the face and he throws underhand.
0: That's fair. Okay. And then
1: I stood there like Colin throwing at me for 20 minutes.
0: and He didn't even throw anywhere near my face. Well, he should have. He should have. Okay. Uh, but then we've also got the Dodgeball World Series, which uh, I believe is in June, it's
1: June 18th, something, something. 29th, something, look it 29th up. is only Dodgeball Okay, so it's, I Series. think
0: it's June something, right? yeah. middle of June. Uh, look it up. Might be July even. I don't know. It it's either June or July. Okay. Uh, it's in Michigan.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Detroit.
0: It, it's in Detroit. Well, it's outside Detroit. Right, but it's close. Um, it's a $20,000 grand prize. Uh, I believe uh, it's, co-ed. it's co-ed. So you need to have two girls and four guys no. minimum. Um, you so six. There are six-person teams. That's the buy-in. Or per, you need to have two guys, and two, four guys and two guys two guys, four girls. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. I said either or. Um, so then you can uh, the buy-in. I believe is six hundred dollars per team. So a hundred dollars yeah. a person. So it's a little bit more expensive, but obviously if you win, your team gets twenty k. That's a pretty good. It's pretty uh, good. That's, a over that's more than I would
1: have heard any dodge return
0: that's not in the movies. So. That's a little over uh, three thousand dollars per person. Yeah. So if you're able to win, it's a great investment. Yeah. Um, and then we've also got the elite dodgeball uh, invite. Oh, that's in uh, sh- uh, little, Chicago. It's a little outside it's, Chicago. It's a little outside Chicago. Um, I believe Glenn is helping put it together. Yeah. Um, if you don't know Glenn and you play dodgeball, you should know Glenn. <laughs> um, he, uh, they've created two divisions this year. They're rubber balls, so 180 dollars per team mm-hmm. gets uh, you in both divisions. There's a gripping division and a non-gripping division. So obviously, most people in the NCDA like to grip. Uh, so it <laughs> sounds <Sam's> like yeah. <laughs> um, so, but you know, you get 180 bucks per team. You get twice the dodgeball as you did last year because they only had one division mm. last year. So uh, it should be a good time. I don't know what the prize is, if any, for that tournament. Like, you
1: get money and you get medals. Okay. Medals? Medals. All right. Count you me ever in. seen Kevin Wynn like, bragging about his medal he No, I've seen that. I just okay. I laughed a little okay. bit. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, so those are three uh, tournaments that are going, going on over the summer um, that you can get your dodgeball fix in mm-hmm. so that you don't have to wait till probably October, October for, the yeah. yeah. for the first tournament, maybe late September for the first tournament.
1: Um, and if anybody's interested in playing the Elite Dodge, we'll invite with myself, Wes Peters, McCarthy, hit me up on Facebook or via email um, because we're trying to get an NCDA super team. Um, we need some more power throwers because right now we have a lot of catchers.
0: So Can you call it an NCDA super team if you're on it? Ooh. <laughs> rude. <laughs> yeah, it was a little rude, but I, I thought of it and I was like, I gotta say it. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, the podcast is gonna be a little bit more of a, on a hiatus just cause there's not as uh, Yeah, we'll as try much to do one on. in
1: like May or June or July or We'll something. We'll do at
0: least one over the summer just yeah. cause, you know, we don't want to sit here and just talk about our lives and have you guys listen cause we're that boring. Yeah. Um, but, uh. You're not that boring, I am. Yeah, you are very boring.
1: Today I worked 11 to 7 and then. <laughs> okay, that's I about. wrote, I wrote three articles on the website,
0: so. So, uh, we'll definitely, I don't know when we'll be back, but we will definitely be back on the air, uh, relatively, uh, shortly after the season starts, um, I'm looking, we're gonna, we'll probably do something like a season preview, mm-hmm. um, we'll try to actually
1: do one this year, Last year we tried to do one, we like tried to do one, but it was our first time, and we and really we were
0: kind of like, oh, hi, my name is Mike, and Here every, is every
1: person I was like, oh, and here's this guy, he's a nice guy, yeah,
0: <laughs> Sam Hiller, I don't really know about him, but I've heard he's a nice guy, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, look look for one, uh, maybe two over the summer, depending on um, what we get. They'll probably be a little bit shorter, um, just because we'll probably recap the May Day Parade, or May Day uh Dodge World oh, Tournament, yeah. maybe the uh, Elite uh, Tournament. But mm-hmm. uh, but we will definitely be back on the air full-time in September again. Full so, time uh, part- I, I
1: already have a pretty full-time job. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I don't have two full-time jobs.
0: So uh, a sincere thank you. Uh, yeah, thank from you,
1: thank you everybody who listens because I mean, like, I want to do this. So people didn't listen. Absolutely. So.
0: Well, and yeah, thank you for everyone who who downloaded this. Who uh, who we've gotten some nice compliments. So thank you. If you have got any suggestions for us mm-hmm. to do better, let us know. If you like a particular thing we did, if you like also, you know, an hour of making fun of Sam jokes, we can do that. Like, yeah, that's totally legit.
1: Also, I figured out I think how to do the um, how to do cons. We do this at Google+, Plus, upload it to YouTube, download the video, the audio file from YouTube, and just put it in here. Okay. So if you want to talk, we can try this out, and we can try to do, like, a little thing. Or we can do, like, a video podcast. Like, what do they call those?
0: The Google Hangouts. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you can do one of those.
0: So then, so, the, yeah, that, mean, that means that this definitely doesn't have to be the Mike and Sam show. This can yeah. be, you know, anybody who wants to call in and say... Here's now that we I figure think,
1: out how to do this. Now stuff. that we
0: know what technology is, yeah. um, we, can, we can, you know, anybody from Kentucky, from, you know, James Madison, from Towson, any team. Any team I, mean, I just pick some teams that are far okay. away. Okay. Um, please feel free to shoot us, a, shoot us an email, shoot us a text, say, hey, I'd like to be a part of the podcast, and uh, we'll definitely be happy to include you. What are you doing this weekend? Um... I'm going to our spring game. I'm, uh, I don't know, why are you asked me on a date or something. It's kind of weird. I was
1: gonna, I was gonna ask if you want to watch Bryce and Brett and Wes Peters play your Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was the I've been waiting to do all week. Oh my
0: god! For the record, I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan. I'm wearing a Milwaukee Bucks sweatshirt right now. It's even better
1: that you're wearing it because I've been waiting to do this one all week.
0: And apparently, uh, what is it Brett? Grant Rice and West and the are, are the, the Miami Heat. Heat. The Big Three and the Heat play the Bucks. Yeah, these are the jokes, kid. Because that was hilarious. You laughed. <laughs> I mean, I laughed because it was kind of stupid. For being honest, I was just sound this way. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but for Average Joes Podcast, this is Sam Hiller and Mike Van saying thank you and signing off. Thanks again.